Today is the 30th of May, 2023. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a really big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrow.co.uk. Again, there are links in the episode notes. This year, we're making our way through the Bible one chapter at a time. So let's strap on our walking shoes, folks, as we start our next adventure. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Loving God, Holy One, we thank you that we can put aside our own nature and that we can be lifted up in the Spirit above all that is temporal and human and that we can have joy in you in spite of all the evil that surrounds us, in spite of all the misery that surrounds us. Lord, we can still rejoice in you in all that you do, and all that you will yet do for us. Help us to go on rejoicing, having joy together, helping instead of burdening each other, until this earth is filled with the joy of those that you've so richly blessed. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins, heal our minds and our bodies, Deliver us from all that tries to take hold of our souls. Amen. Leviticus 2.13 You are to season each of your grain offerings with salt. You must not omit from your grain offering the salt of your covenant with your God. You are to present salt with each of your offerings. Salt is one of those things in Scripture that comes up fairly regularly. Lot's wife has turned into a pillar of salt. We read about the covenant of salt in today's verse. Jesus talks to us about us being the salt of the earth and what happens if we lose our saltiness. So salt obviously is an important part of the image of Scripture. But what does it represent? Well, salt is a preservative. So when the covenant is described as a covenant of salt, It simply means that the covenant is perpetual and not to be broken, just as how salt preserves. And so friendship and loyalty in Judeo-Christian and certainly in the Muslim world are sealed with salt because the essence of salt is simple. It does not change. Even when you dissolve salt in water, you know it's still salt. Secondly, and this is probably the most obvious one, salt adds flavor. We know this, but do we know how? You know, simply, most people simply assume that salt adds flavor to food, but what really happens is flavor is released as the salt breaks down the cell walls in vegetables and fruits and, and the food that we eat. As a result, we enjoy the natural flavor of the food more because we get more of it. So when Jesus tells us that we are the salt of the earth, He is reminding us that our presence is designed to uplift, enhance, and glorify God. And we do that by breaking down the things that stop people from experiencing life to the full. And finally, salt is actually a source of nourishment. 
while we all know that too much salt is bad for us. Salt is abundant in trace minerals that we need to live our lives, to have healthy lives. Anyone who's been dehydrated will tell you how much salt can help, particularly when the cramps kick in. Oh, that I know well. I'll admit that when I started to think about this issue of salt, I had no idea it would be so significant. But the more I think about it, the more I understand why it's chosen as an image in Scripture. So today, let's go add some salt to the world, shall we? And make it a better place. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center ourselves in God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, read Leviticus 2. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with your wisdom, and help us to respond to it with your grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and today I'm reading Leviticus chapter 2. When anyone presents a grain offering as a gift to the Lord, his gift must consist of fine flour. He is to pour olive oil on it, put frankincense in it, and bring it to Aaron's sons, the priests. 
the priest will take a handful of fine flour and oil from it, along with all its frankincense, and will burn this memorial portion of it on the altar, a fire offering of a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But the rest of the grain offering will belong to Aaron and his sons. It is the holiest part of the fire offerings to the Lord. When you present a grain offering baked in an oven, it must be made of fine flour unless unleavened cake mixed with oils or unleavened wafers coated with oil. If your gift is a grain offering prepared on a griddle, it must be unleavened bread made of fine flour mixed with oil. Break it into pieces and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your gift is a grain offering prepared in a pan, it must be made of fine flour with oil. When you bring to the Lord the grain offering, made in any of these ways, it is to be presented to the priest, and he will take it to the altar. The priest will remove the memorial portion from the grain offering and burn it on the altar, a fire offering of a pleasing aroma to the Lord. But the rest of the grain offering will belong to Aaron and his sons. It is the holy part of the fire offerings to the Lord. No grain offering that you present to the Lord is to be made with yeast. For you must not burn any yeast or honey as a fire offering to the Lord. You may present them to the Lord as an offering of first fruits, but they are not to be offered on the altar as a pleasing aroma. You are to season each of your grain offerings with salt. You must not omit from your grain offering the salt of the covenant with your God. You are to present salt with each of your offerings. If you present a grain offering of first fruits to the Lord, you must present fresh heads of grain. Crushed kernels, roasted on the fire, for your grain offering of first fruits. You are to put oil and frankincense on it. It is a grain offering. The priest will then burn some of its crushed kernels and oil with all its frankincense as a fire offering to the Lord. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of those words of Leviticus. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray.
Before we pray, you may well remember that last week I was talking about the Thy Kingdom Come movement that I've been encouraging us all to be part of. And so I want to say thank you to those who took the opportunity to pray for five people to come to Christ. It's not the end of the world if they haven't, because we're going to keep praying for those five people. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who prayed for me and for everybody, all the other church leaders in the area that I'm in. Um, we had a fantastic event on Pentecost Sunday. Uh, God truly was in the room, and so we want to give thanks to God for all that he's done over the last 10 days, two weeks, really. And because it's Pentecost, I think it's appropriate that today we pray for a new move of the Spirit to revive us, because there is something happening. The Spirit of God is moving. We saw it in Asbury. We've seen it in other parts of the world. The Spirit of God is moving. And so we're going to pray for a new move of the Holy Spirit to revive us. Let's pray, shall we? Loving God, we come to you today. We come humbly, needing of your grace, praying for the power of your Holy Spirit to fill us afresh. Loving God, thank you for reminding us that you are always faithful and that you're constantly at work on behalf of your children that you're powerfully, completely drawing us closer to you again. So wake us up, Lord. Remind us to live lives that are aware, to redeem the time, to listen for your word, to be willing to make a difference in the places you've called us to be. We pray that by your Spirit living and breathing through us, we would be a light and a loved in a world that is so desperate. People desperately need your hope. Thank you, loving God, that nothing is impossible with you. The same power that broke, that broke prison chains, that raised the dead, that healed the sick, that parted the sea, that same amazing power is still at work today. We need you now more than ever. Our times and our lives are in your hands. Because we love you, Lord. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. 
If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Thank you.